Hey everyone and welcome to the Younger Old Man Podcast. Live and alive, maybe thriving, uh, from the Forerunner Studio 2.0. It's not 2.0 for any reason other than the fact that I decided it is today. Uh, maybe because it's 2022. That should be the reason, I guess. I don't know. Um, how are you? You haven't heard from me in a couple weeks unless you listen to the podcast out of order or late. Uh, which is fine and cool too. Appreciate you listen, listening in whatever format you choose. Um, a lot has happened and a lot of nothing has happened in the past two weeks. Uh, I feel like that's often the case for me. It comes in waves. You're doing a million things or you're doing nothing at all, or at least that's what it feels like. Anyway, um, we had amazing weather last week, I think, I believe. Uh, no, actually the week before last. It was glorious and wonderful and warm, and the farmer who owns the fields surrounding my house, uh, who actually just recently bought them from previous owner, which is my landlord, uh, he was out tilling all of his fields. He's going to grow different crops than the previous uh, farmers grew, um, so he's been out going crazy um, in this early springtime, getting his field ready tearing stones out and burning trees down and honestly ruining habitat for a bunch of hawks and owls and stuff that kind of makes me mad but whatever it's your field and you do whatever you want with it i guess um i just don't really i didn't really understand the the desire he, there was like this whole line of trees that kind of divided the field that he owns which is right next to the field that he now bought um and it wasn't really, like, in the way. He's not really gaining a whole lot of land by taking these trees down. So I didn't I didn't really quite understand it. Like, and it, when I say line of trees, like, just this kind of general sort of dividing line. And it wasn't, like, an entire row of trees. It was, like, one here and there. Um, so I don't really understand what the deal was with that. I thought that was kind of annoying. But whatever. Uh, not my land. Uh, you can do what you want with it, I suppose. As you should, I guess. Um, anyway, that's my little rant about that farmer. Whatever. Seems like a nice enough person as he waved from his from his tractor. He smiled and waved. Uh, you know, pretty normal thing, I guess. Seems normal enough. Anyway, what else did I do? Um, that wasn't what I did. That's what the farmer did. Uh, so that's what he's been up to because it was the nice weather we had. Um, I was lucky enough to get some manure and put it on the garden. Uh... So that's good. Um, I should have maybe done it a little earlier than I did, but I did it the night before it rained and then stormed. And then and then we had the past like four days of four, uh, I might be exaggerating, the past like three or four days of it being cold again and super windy and snowy, like weird snow burst and then the sun would come out and then it would snow while it was sunny, but still super cold and blowing wind weird weather. Uh, so anyway, I guess I got the manure on at the right time, more or less, um, for me to fork it, uh, when the ground heats up a little more again, um, and the moisture in the ground is right. I also had to do a little, uh, little fixing on the custom broad fork that Carl made slash helped me make. I don't know whatever you want to call that. I welded some, he welded some, he showed me how to weld, uh, that was the, uh, custom broad fork, uh, podcast. Anyway, uh, over the winter, 
that broad fork, the handles in it actually kind of loosened up. Um, you know, the air is colder, so things shrink kind of is my assumption of how that works. Moisture, humidity, things like that. Anyway, um, so my thought was to actually drill holes through part of the metal posts that the wooden handles go into and then basically just keep the handles bolted in. Um, but I was telling Carl about it and he was like, you could just, you know, put shims or wedges in there the way you would, um, with new ax handle. Basically you just make it so that you're, uh, you put a, um, a wedge or a shim in the handle and then you tap the whole handle into that section that it's going to go into. Um, and that way you're kind of expanding the handle as it's going in. So it's making the whole area larger. Um, Anyway, I did a little brief Instagram story on that when I was doing that. Good little project, nice and easy. Um, seems to have worked. I didn't really fork the garden yet, so I can't tell you if it totally worked. Uh, if not, I can wedge more stuff, you know, put more, or, excuse me, larger wedges into the brown fork. Or I still can drill it and it'll be fine as well. I don't know. We'll see. Um, I think it should be good, though. Pretty happy about that. Uh, so the manure sitting on there, I will probably fork it next time, uh, it gets warm, which it looks like it's going to do throughout this week, even though we're going to have thunderstorms and the weather's super weird. I mean, it's March. It's not weird for it to get cold, warm, cold, warm, all that stuff. Um, but just the progression of weird snow squalls to all of a sudden it's 40 degrees today to it's going to do a wintry mix tomorrow morning. And then it's going to be 60 in the afternoon, and then it's going to thunderstorm the next day and be 65 degrees. This is like Colorado weather. Uh, maybe I should rejoice. Maybe it's going to make me homesick. Um, kind of does, I guess. It'd be nice to be in Colorado right now. Uh, anyway, so that's the plan with that. Finally was able to get some pine shavings and clean out the chicken coop. Uh, although I tried to clean out the chicken coop this morning, but it was 20 degrees, 25, whatever. And there was water that was kind of like had dripped out more from their, from their little water bucket and froze onto, into the shavings. So I had to wait until it thawed enough for me to get a whole, uh, whole scoop shovel full of the icy mess. And that was good. So that was cool. A little maintenance there. Um, I think, I don't know if I mentioned anything about my shelves from the scrapped walnut bookshelf that uh, we got for 50 cents. The shelves are done. Threw a little tongue oil on them. They're hanging on the walls. Uh, they seem pretty good. I'm happy with them overall. Many things I would do different. Um, many things that I feel I messed up. Uh, but also, I mean, you know, the wood was warped. I pretty much knew that when I was putting the shelves together and knew that however they hang is however they hang. Zach, why did you use wood or warped wood for your shelves? Uh, cause it's freaking pretty wood and the wood was basically free and I don't know. It's kind of cool. Um, the whole time I was like kind of questioning myself why I was doing that, but I just kind of kept doing it anyway. Um, I don't know. I just, I just liked the story of it, I suppose. Like here's this wood that comes to me basically free. And it was a bookshelf that was in my opinion, sort of junk. And now it has turned into hanging bookshelves that my wife likes a lot more. 
and it is slightly less junk, and that's exciting. Uh, I like the story of that. Plus, who cares? Like, they're a little warped. Uh, nothing in the world is perfect, by the way. <laughs> uh, yes, there is straighter lumber, for sure. Um, I don't know. You know, nothing is, quote, perfect. Perfection is in the eye of the beholder, I suppose. So my wife finds the shelves to be perfectly satisfactory for what she wants them to do. So they are great. (laughs) Uh, I ended up with like a three foot one and then two, um, two foot long shelves out of, you know, scrap walnut. So that was cool. Uh, I like them a lot, actually. Um, and I used my handy dandy new stud finder to find the studs in the walls, even though, uh, they did a terrible job on the drywall in the house that I live in. So you can pretty much see where the studs are anyway, <laughs> based on how the nail or how the sanding was done. Um, but I'm terrible at finding studs. So I decided it was time to finally buckle down and just buy a stud finder that's half decent. And I did, and I love it and it's great and it worked and that's awesome. So that's cool. And so now they hang there, and I'm happy about it. And there's slightly less scrap wood piled in my basement um, that I keep piling in there. I got to put some shelves in the shed, and there will be less scrap wood hiding in my basement. Um, That's also cool. Uh, I have a weird thing where, like, I always want more scrap wood because you can never have too much scrap wood. But at the same time, like, you know, if you're not going to use it, it's just junk. So... I don't like having a bunch of stuff you're not going to use. Um, or, you know, like the, the logic of several, pe- several several friends of mine, really, who have this great logic of like, oh, well, that could be really useful. It could be. You're right. But are you going to use it in the near future? If the answer is no, then it's basically clutter and junk. You know who I'm talking to. You're a wonderful person. You have wonderful things that you find. And yes, they are all very good, useful things at very low cost that need very little to fix them. But uh, I think that ends up cluttering your mind a little bit, depending on what you're doing. Anyway, I I am a little bit of a hypocrite with that with certain things. Because sometimes like, oh, yeah, I'll totally use this. This is going to be great. This is cheap. And then I never use it. It just sits there forever and whatever. The worst thing, though, I I think what's worse is if you buy something new going, oh, yeah, I really like that. I'm totally going to use that. And then you use it twice. And now you have this expensive paperweight sitting in your house, whatever it is. Um, Insert whatever that is. Usually it has to do something with a hobby you think you're going to start but you haven't started it yet, but you buy all the gear for it. I did this all the time as a kid. I remember like wanting all the nicest things for all these hobbies. And you know, as a kid, you uh, don't have this thing called money. So you try and get your parents to buy it. And your parents are like, you're never going to get into that. No, you better believe it. I'm going to get into extreme skateboarding. Uh, I had several skateboards. I have skateboarded. I miss longboarding a lot. However, I never got crazy into skateboarding. So, Dad, thank you for buying the Toys R Us skateboard for whatever it was, $15, $20, instead of buying me a skateboard. Also, you will teach your kids a lesson very much if you make them use their own money, whether it's from birthday money or from money that they make mowing lawns for $10 per lawn, and they have to buy stuff themselves. Uh, Yes. So, anyway, 
there's my long tangent about things that take up space and you never use in your house. We all do it. Um, but anyway, that's my, that's my weird side tangent about that. Um, so the chicken coop is clean. The broad fork is ready. Uh, I organized the shed a little bit. I think I said that last time. That's exciting. Uh, things left to do. I got to sharpen the blades on the mower, but it, in theory, I shouldn't need to mow the lawn anytime soon. And by that, I mean another month. Hopefully I get away with that. Um, and I have a sweet handy dandy sharpener I'm going to try out. It's just a drill attachment. I didn't know they made those. You pop your blades into the vise and then you grind away with a little attachment. So very excited about that. Cause I was just going to use a grinder wheel and grind them down, but I found this super awesome tool. It's like $9 and I think it's going to be great or it might be junk. Who knows? I don't know. I saw it once and I said, that looks cool. I uh, got my daughter a new helmet on the way for her, for biking, because her, t- whatever, I don't know, like, infant helmet is quite hilarious to watch her wear. Uh, it doesn't fit her at all. It's quite awful. I've been meaning to do that for a while. So anyway, um, my youngest birthday was this weekend. She's one, which is super cool. Um, she's hilarious. Uh, so that was very cool to have her birthday with some family around. Um, this weekend, or this, I guess last week, I was feeling a little under the weather. Uh, weird sinus stuff and sinus pressure. Don't worry, I didn't have a C19 because it doesn't exist anymore. Um, <laughs> we don't need to go down that rabbit hole. Anyway, I had some crazy sinus thing, whatever it was. Um, and so I didn't work out or run for several days and I'm kind of trying to train for this run across the valley thing that I live in. Excuse me, wind tunnel. It's not a valley. Let's be honest. Uh, I live in a wind tunnel. That's what it is. Um, and so I, I was kind of like behind on running and training and all that good stuff. And so Sunday, I, I think it was Sunday. I don't even remember anymore. It was Sunday. Sunday was my day to go for a quote long run. Um, last week before I got sick, my plan was to try and run like a half marathon or so uh, for the weekend to be my long run. Um, and then I just decided to basically go from my house to the finish line of where I'm going to go, uh, using more or less the route I would take ended up being like 10 and three quarter miles. So I finished it up at 11. I added on a little bit. I'm just to make it 11. Uh, and I actually, I think had the fastest pace that I've had for a long run. (laughs) So I don't know what that was about. Um, I, I was feeling a lot better then, but I, I definitely was not a hundred percent. My chest was tight the whole run. It felt weird. It was the first run that I had tried actually carrying water, which I never do. Um, I mean, I, I have years ago training for a half marathon and training for a marathon, but I, I, uh, I haven't done that in a long time. So it was super windy and it was cold. And for some reason I got my best average pace. Uh, although there really weren't any hills on that run, there was like one hill. So I, I guess that's probably it. And I only ran into the wind for like, I don't know, like a mile and a half, two miles. So I feel like in, in a way I felt like I was cheating a little bit. So anyway, I was very happy about that. Very happy to actually get a long run in, even though I wasn't feeling well. Um, so that was great. 
and I actually took the last two days off because my mom has been in town. That's super cool to spend some time with her. And it's also just nice to not get up at the ass crack of dawn to go to work. Um, I don't know how to explain that to people. I feel like I've ranted about this, but just like any day you don't have to get up and go to work is a good day. And I think people take that for granted. <laughs> like, that's just awesome to me. Any any day I don't have to work is automatically a good day. Like, there's already so much less required of me. <laughs> uh, and I can uh, I can already have a lot more time time of like my time is my time again. Anyway, kind of babbling on about my my random little events, uh, but I'm kind of working towards a lot of different things at the, at the moment. Um, working towards the run working towards uh, having the garden ready, all that good stuff. Um, for me, I like this time best for the garden. I don't like actually taking care of the garden, and my wife normally does it, and I appreciate her very much for it. Uh, so, And I'm also uh, kind of reviewing, I think I've mentioned on this podcast anyway, my, my desire to convert a cargo trailer into a living space. Um, it's still a desire of mine, but I'm, I'm kind of rethinking that idea for the near future and making that a long-term goal maybe. Um, and I'm considering another project that is very similar, although smaller in scale. And I don't really want to tell you what it is quite yet because I'm, I'm still working it all out. Um, but yes, I will let you be titillated with that grand idea of what I will be converting or building instead. Because uh, cargo trailers aren't cheap, and to pull a cargo trailer that's converted well across the country on a road trip, you kind of need a full-size truck. Um, that or a newer forerunner would do it, but the towing capacity on my forerunner is... I think it would handle it the size of the cargo trailer I would want, but it just wouldn't handle it well. Uh, so anyway, I didn't really, I, I don't really want to have to buy a new vehicle just for the, the trailer that I'm going to convert. I think that's kind of where I'm getting stuck. Um, so anyway, there's that. Uh, yeah, I, I guess for now it's mostly just updates on all the little projects that are coming along. Um, I'm still thinking probably sometime in May to do the full the full Monty run of one end of the valley to the other. I pretty much have my route selected. Uh, I just got to do the last mile, like the, the, the last uh, mileage measurement um, from my start point to where I started on Sunday just to verify. I pretty much know what it is. I think the run is going to end up being more like 28 eight miles if i'm correct because it's about from my from the starting point to where i work is about like 12 or 13 miles believe more or less on the route i would take it might actually be a little more if i were doing the full route that i would take um then it's about four miles from where i work to where uh, more or less where I started the other day. So four, you got 17 miles total there. Plus what did I say? I did 11 miles on Sunday. 
Wait, where the heck is my... No, that's right. Yeah, 28. 28. Somewhere around 28 miles, roughly. I'm going to do the full full drive-through soon. Um, but I have to say, if it's going to be what I think it is, I feel pretty good about it. Um, because the, the, the section that I did uh, from my house to the end, um, like I said, there's like one hill. So, I mean, there, you know, there's, it's rolling hills through the valley, but it's not, I don't know, in my opinion, they aren't real full on hills. There, there are some, but I mean, within the valley, but th- there's not really a ton of actually exponent, you know, exponentially large hills as you go. Uh, so I, I, I don't know, maybe that's cheating. Maybe I should find a route that's way hillier and more challenging vertically. Who knows? Anyway. Um, I think that's kind of about all I have for you guys this week. Uh, just kind of updates on all my little projects. Um, going to be continuing working on the running. I'm getting really excited about that. Uh, learning a lot more about running, doing it this way as well. I I don't know. Like it's, it's a full on run. So I'm, I'm trying, like I'm testing things out a little bit more than I feel like I did for my half marathon. Um, I feel like I, I used very little information to do that and it turned out really well. Um, but I didn't experiment enough. Uh, I think there's a, there's far more than enough resources you could ever ask for, um, to help you train for long runs. And I think those are good, but I think ultimately you should take anything you read as a suggestion and then test things out, uh, with how things work for you. Um, that's at least that's what I'm finding. That's what I'm learning. Thank you for listening to my Ted talk about running. Uh, (laughs) it's just kind of this, it's just kind of like a reiteration of everything else you can find in life that not, there's not one size fits all for anything. Everyone's different. Everyone perceives everything differently. So be kind, uh, to others and to yourself and to realize the fact that you are a different person than everyone else. That doesn't make you special or better or worse. It just means you are different. Your mom told you that you were a snowflake. She didn't say you were a bigger one and that was better. She just said you were a different snowflake because they're all different. Anyway, what a weird tangent right now. Anyway, thank you everyone for listening to the podcast. Um, You can find me at Younger Old Man Podcast on Instagram. Um, I have been posting a little bit more on there, especially with the stories. Uh, I've been trying to do um, stories a little bit more frequently, probably like one a week or something, Uh, because it's just, you know, when I actually have time to do the projects that I talk about. Uh, So when I'm working on something, I try and post about it a little bit more. but realistically, I'm like you and I have to go to work like everyone else. Uh, man of the people. That's that's what it is. That's what it is. Uh, so anyway, check me out there. Um, yeah, share with your friends, family, whoever else might enjoy. Uh, there will probably be more and more uh, Instagram content as the spring comes on and the summer comes on. So uh, there is that. And like I said, um, I teased a little something about what I might be working on and that will probably be coming up somewhat in the next month or two of whether I decide to actually do that. Anyway, thanks again for listening. Uh, Take care of yourselves and I'll check in with you guys next week. Mm